I'd have asked for another lawyer, I think. I mean, if I was on trial for my life, I'd want my lawyer to tear the prosecution witnesses to shreds, or at least try to. Look, there was one alleged eyewitness to this killing. Someone else claims he heard the killing, saw the boy run out afterwards, and there was a lot of circumstantial evidence. But actually, those two witnesses were the entire case for the prosecution. Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome to Watch It Again, the podcast where we go through 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I'm your host, Jacob, and with me is... Kat. And... Nick. This week, we are talking about 12 Angry Men, a fantastic film, and I did not write down the year it came out. It was 1957. 1957. Written by Reginald Rose and directed by Sidney Lumet, starring... Henry Fonda, Martin Balsam, John Fielder, Lee J. Cobb, E.G. Marshall, Jack Klugman, Edward Binns, Jack Warden, Joseph Sweeney, Ed Begley, George Vescoffbeck, Robert Weber, and then we have a couple of uncredited. So you've got Rudy Bond as the judge, uh, and James Kelly as the guard, and John Savoka as the accused, which get pretty minimal couple of seconds screen time each but it follows 12 jurors as they discuss their deliberations on whether the accused is guilty or not guilty of murder in the first degree if found guilty he's sent to the chair and obviously not guilty is acquitted this movie just highlights inside of a jury room like it goes from Kind of, you've got the chair, juror one, who's kind of in charge of proceedings within the room and kind of just what they're going to do when they decide to initially have just a ballot of who thinks guilty, who thinks not guilty, just to see where everyone's at. Um, Everyone except for juror eight votes guilty and juror eight votes not guilty. And he starts off saying, you know, I'm not saying he's not guilty. I'm just saying that, you know... I have reasonable doubt. There's Yeah, there's reasonable yeah. doubt and that he wants to talk about it because he goes, I can't just vote guilty and then, you know, yeah. send him to the chair straight away. Like, we need to talk about this. We need to discuss what is the case. And through the course of the movie, they, they, they highlight different things that have happened and different pieces of evidence and slowly the ch- vote changes from 11 to 1 to 10 to 2, 9 to 3 and so on and so on, until it's back around the other way at 11 to 1 in favour of not guilty to guilty. And the process of them, everyone in the room has their own reason for why someone's guilty, and that was why the accused is guilty. And we kind of go through one by one each piece of evidence that they feel like is the nail in the coffin, and then it's brought into reasonable doubt. And then they change their mind. Because that's the whole thing. It's not that they think they're completely innocent, which I think is a large misconception of jurors. It's just that there is reasonable doubt that they're not completely guilty. And that comes in with juror 10. Mm. That's someone's stomach. (laughs) That was me. Uh. Um, But yeah, so... Like, it's the prosecution's job to prove beyond reasonable doubt that the defendant is guilty. And if you have any piece of doubt, then you can't say guilty. Even if it's on the slightest little detail, if you have doubt, you have to say not guilty because it's on the burden of proving guilt, not proving innocence. And this movie highlights how some people, like, you know, certain jurors, maybe being three, um, four, and ten, are kind of the last three standing on guilty. And slowly, four is brought around on, he's tested, because he's adamant that the defendant or the accused must have been able to remember a certain detail for his alibi, but he couldn't. And then juror eight tests juror four on the same questions and he can't remember it properly. And he's like, oh, and he's like, and you're not under extreme circumstances. And the um, little dents. Yeah, and the dents in the glasses. So it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, so he gets brought back around 
to being on not guilty, Druid Ten was an interesting one because he kind of. Also, like, for <laughs> listeners at home, we have a chart here. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I will. Who is which number? Yeah, it's one of these. It's it's a really hard, like watching the movie because no one is given a name. You've just got a juror number, and it's not really. It's kind of, not everyone's really established as. Which numbers? Which like if you're not paying attention right at the start, yeah, you don't know. Which is which? There's just twelve men in a room, that char- characteristically are all from different walks of life. They're all very different people, and they've all got different jobs. And like throughout the film, you find out you know, there's advertising agent, there's an advertising agent, there's, you know, a watchmaker. There's all these different walks of life, and they've come together in this room, which is a representation of what a jury is meant to be is mm-hmm. a group of people from all walks of life that hear a case and then vote on. Guilty or not guilty. That being said, though, they are all older white men. It is also 1957. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of think that worked. Like, because they, yeah. like, obviously, that's not the intention, but they all look so similar. Mm. So when the movie plays out, like, it's good to then see, oh, they are actually different yeah. and they are, aren't all blank canvases. Like, I'm sure that was not considered at all, but, like, I think as that, like, no, 50 think, years later. I think it's a deliberate. Well, because they've all got the white shirts and some suspenders, but like shirt and tie, like. Yeah. But obviously, again, the it's time. the look of the time. Yeah. Obviously, but everyone's a different character, and everyone's <coughs> got different motives, and people have got different backstories, and like, you can tell that obviously, especially Jura Ten is mm. kind of racist and bigoted towards a certain type of person that the accused is. Mm. Yeah. And that person's grown up in the slums and is different. And, you know, he just thinks he's guilty because that's who he is. Like, this kid. Yeah, yeah. because of his context. Yeah, because of his context. There's, he doesn't care about any of the facts. Yeah. And he keeps saying, I don't care about these, you know, his twist. I don't care about the facts. The kid's guilty. Mm. And he kind of has a little rant about it all. And one by one, everyone stands up, walks away from the table and turns their back to him. That was great. Like even yeah. um, and and that includes Jura Three. Yeah, and I thought that was such a powerful thing that even though Jura th- Three thinks the kid's guilty, he was he won't stand. Of, yeah, for that. Yeah, and then the um, Jura Ten kind of gets banished off to a side table. Yeah, <laughs> and then as the information further comes out, he's like, you know, Jura Asen, do you think he's guilty? And he doesn't respond. So then when we know he switches. To not guilty. Mm. And there's just so many little powerful... See, I was kind of less... Less... Um, what was I going to say? Like, <laughs> that was um, less convincing, Juratan's change. Because like, I, I just felt like by the end that guy still would have held on and been like, nah. I think he but just... He seemed defeated. In yeah. The yeah. Too. I think he realised... I think it was when symbolised he realised the error in his ways mm. yeah, and they proved to him that his only justification for guilt cannot be a justification for guilt. Mm. Yeah. And he proved, you know, there's 11 other people in this room that do not agree with his view and he's not about the facts. Mm. And then I think he realised in that moment when they all ignored him and he was, that he was wrong. Mm. And then he kind of, just, yeah, admits defeat and goes, well, you know, I have to say not guilty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a real powerful little kind of like, for, especially for 1957, as a, admitting yeah, true. these yeah. things. I did think that when I saw it. I was like, 1957, that was probably still yeah, it's, quite a racist yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I mean, we are now still. but And also, like, yeah. the accused is not black. Is like, the colour of their skin ever mentioned? No. Yeah, that's but what I thought. He has a certain look similar to Jura Five. And Jura Five is another one that grew up in the slums. Yeah. And I think it's kind of just what would you, I don't know how like what to describe that as. What do you mean? Like lower class? Or yeah, like a bit hard done by Yeah. It's kinda of like the not by personal choice, yeah. just by yeah. what you're born into. Yeah, it's kinda of like the slums of New York. So I'm assuming they're in New York? I think, well, it's Probably never some, said. Yeah, like it New just York, looks kind like of big a, city. A city yeah. 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 Um, 
I think it was really interesting when he, because like obviously you're just put in a room with these 12 men and know nothing about them. And then he yeah. turns around and says, oh, I'm from the slums myself. Yeah. And then they have another vote and everyone thinks he turned his um, vote to not guilty because he is from that yeah. same area. But he's like, no, it wasn't me. Yeah, it was the, pr- they had a private or secret ballot after the open one because it was kind of like, you know, well, a couple of people look kind of sort of pressured maybe into voting guilty mm. if mm. 10 other people had thrown their hands up. And it turns out juror nine, the old man, is the one that said not guilty. And he's like, you know, I don't know if he's guilty or not guilty. I just want to hear more. And that's kind of what peaks the conversation. So, you know, you've got your main star and Henry Fonda as juror eight, who kind of starts, you know, I'm saying not guilty because I want to talk about it. I love to, after he says that, someone says, like, never, you could talk for a year and you wouldn't change my mind. <laughs> yeah, and then his mind gets changed. Yeah. And I also love, this movie goes for an hour and a half. And it's a real-time discussion. So they're not, mm. it's not like they're not skipping and coming back a day later. It's not, mm. we're not fast-forwarding and missing time. From the moment they enter that room to the moment they leave that room, we see much of the whole thing. Mm. Yeah. Like we lose a couple of bits of time when people go to the toilet and stuff and then kind of you can tell like we've skipped like two minutes of like background discussion when they're paused, not talking about the case. But it's pretty much every, it's real time them discussing, 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 <laughs> real time them discussing the whole evidence. Yeah. And I think that's what makes this such a good film. Yeah. Like because, for a movie mm, made yeah. in the fifties, yeah. I wasn't bored. No. no, you're engaged. And I think that's another reason why last week I picked this as kind of our first real jump back. Because yeah. I had seen it See, mm. I, and I knew both of you would somewhat enjoy yeah. this film and I thought it'd be a good leap jumping point into some of the old ones we have to do. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I knew this mo- what this movie was, but I, I, like, when you picked this, I didn't know. This was yep. the movie. Yeah, I'd heard of this movie and I'd like seen it parodied or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So and I, parodies. I like switched it on, and I like, wasn't really paying attention. And I like just like the boardroom scene started. I was like, oh, this is what I'm watching. I just like <laughs> threw yeah. my phone away. I was like, oh yes, and like I just was yeah watching the screen the whole time. I yeah, was it's completely enthralled. Genuinely, a good film, and yeah. especially for a movie that's essentially filmed in a single room. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think three minutes of it is not in the jury room. And there's some genuinely powerful shots in this. And the one I like, kind of my favourite shot from the whole film, is when it comes out that Juror 9 has said not guilty, the first one to change Mm. the vote. And one of the other jurors says something. And it frames him and Jura 8 together. And there's a really powerful framing of looking up. It's an up angle shot at the two of them together in frame. And it's like, it is everyone else in the room against these two. But from the angle of the shot, it's these two are up above. And this is our position of where we need to get everyone else to. So it kind of sets up, you know, it's these two versus everyone else mm. and we need to bring everyone else up onto the not guilty because personally you know it's a fictional case and we hear a lot of the evidence mm. the kid definitely did not no. murder his no. father like no. every little piece of evidence is like how yeah and again it's you know all these people like oh he's guilty you know he did it like without really thinking about the inconsistencies in witness yeah, statements, they weren't really picked because apart. the lawyer was a court-appointed lawyer that didn't want the case, like the defence lawyer, didn't want the case, didn't care, you know, yeah. didn't put in any effort, and that's kind of where Henry Fonda's juror eight kind of starts. It's like you know, he didn't pick up on certain things. He kind of starts his own investigation. Yeah, and he kind of will like, well, this happened and this happened, but like, and then the knife. Oh yeah, and he that's pulls out so the exact yeah. Not okay. But I thought that was a really. Like, he's obviously like, I've got doubts about this. Yeah. Mm. And went to that area, went to the shop. Yeah. 
and was like, oh, there was like 10 of them the same. I got so excited when he did that. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not one of a kind. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, I, I've got, I kind of put. In a real like courtroom and like deliberation though. You're not allowed to do that. Oh, no. Oh, no, no chance. No way. Like, you can't... You wouldn't even got the knife in in the first place no, now. No, <laughs> exactly. Like, you're not allowed to conduct a, your own no. investigation, essentially. You have to stay away <coughs> from the media and, like, any you sort of influence. You can only judge factors. on the facts given to you yeah, in yeah, the courtroom. Essentially. And they even say that. They're like, you can't do that. He's like, well... Yeah, here it I'm is. Just proving <laughs> a point. But I kind of wrote down... There we go. We're back. Um, I kind of wrote down just certain moments in the film. Like, you know, I have around the table. It kind of starts off around the table of why they're guilty. And that's when you kind of introduce oh, yeah, to the first. Oh, yeah, I liked that they went around. Yeah, and said. you kind of go juror by juror. And it's kind of when you find out what the numbers of the jurors are mm. of why they think the accused is guilty. And a lot of them was like, I just think he is. Like, they can't justify it. Mm. And then you slowly, by slowly, and I think Jura 3 is kind of our antagonist. Mm. Oh, yeah, 100%. So he's by Lee J. Cobb, and he's kind of the antagonist of the film because he is adamant the whole time that the kid's guilty. And he has definitely come from the school of old white men yelling in the movies. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of just scream out your, like, yell out your line. Yeah. And, and then you're, right. you're done. Like being very quiet, then being very loud. Yeah, being that, very that quiet, and then back then just screaming. Except for like, you know, some of them are like Henry Fonda. He's he's fantastic mm. in this film. Mm. Like his character is this calm, well mannered demeanor of just like, well, we have to talk about this. We have to know. We have to analyze the facts. And there's a few that don't. I think Juror 7 was just pretty adamant and then got accused of not knowing what reasonable doubt was. Hmm. And obviously he didn't know what reasonable doubt was. And then through things he's kind of explained to him and he's like, oh, and changes his mind Hmm. because he understands what reasonable, then finally understands what reasonable doubt actually means. And it's not like, well, it's, yeah, because he's kind of thinking it's either guilty or not guilty. There's no, you know, he either did it, which obviously is this, this, and this saying he did, or none of that's true. Yeah. You know, and then, but even the slightest bit of inconsistency, you know, and that's it. Like one witness proved wrong. Yeah. And, and that's enough doubt. That's it. And it, it is. And that's, I've got the train. So the L track, it's the most kind of pivotal, pivotal piece of evidence that happens. So I guess we can kind of run through what the actual case is. And I'll include that with kind of talking about the train. Sure. So there's a fight overheard in the early evening between a son and his father. And the father slaps the son in the, like, twi- like kind of hits his son twice. The son then leaves and comes back a few hours later where another fight is heard. And then there's a thump of a body hitting the ground. The son is then supposedly heard to be running out of the building down the stairs where he passes a neighbour. Well, the neighbour says, you know, the person giving this account that he heard the fighting above the thump of the body. The kid comes running down. He gets to his front door, opens it as the kid runs past. He identifies him. And then a few hours later, he's cu- he comes back and he's arrested because, you know, the body's been found. At the same time as this, the other witness, a woman who lives across the street, sees the murder happen through the last two carriages of the L train as it goes past. So as soon as the train kind of comes past, she sees the stabbing and the body hit the ground. The old man below says he heard the kids say, I'm going to kill you, and then stab. Well, then heard the body fall. Mm. The inconsistency here is the train. And Henry Fonda's Jura 8 points this out because he used to live near the L track. And he said, as the train goes by, you can't hear yourself think. 
So there was no way for the old man to hear the kid say, I'm going to kill you. And then the body hit the ground. Because at the same time, the woman is saying that she saw it happen through the last two carriages of the L train. Which means the train is coming past at the exact moment of the murder. Which means there's no possible way for the old man to have heard that. He then points out the other inconsistencies. The old man, when getting up to the witness box, dragged his leg because he had a stroke the year before and walked really slow and had to be helped into the witness box. But for the time to pass from the kid to body thump to the door, the old man says it's 15 seconds. And Jura 8 acts out the, you know, the distance yeah, the walk. walking and it took him 41 seconds. And it's like there's no possible way this old man is telling the truth. And Jura 9... The old man in the jury highlights this man just wants recognition. He spent 75 years of his life, no one's ever listened to him, and now he's given the opportunity to be someone important, mm -hmm. and he's just saying what they want him to say. And it kind of, yeah, the train kind of is like, oh, I can't remember which juror it is, changes their mind. And they're like, oh, like it's impossible for, yeah, for it any to of this to happen. Yeah, and it kind of just comes around and it, and that whole thing like this highlights how inconsistent they're the only two pieces of evidence really yeah there's that's no it there's the witnesses. old there's the woman that says she saw him do it and then the old man that says he heard it and then saw the kid come past <laughs> it's also established that which we mentioned before the glasses the woman wears glasses but she said she was tossing and turning in her sleep and happened to look out the window at that exact moment so who goes to bed with their glasses on was mm -hmm. like the argument well, she obviously wasn't wearing glasses, but she has to identify someone 60 feet away. Because, like, she couldn't have done that. And they're kind of the moments that just bring everyone around to being was not guilty because none of these stories match and can't exist with each other. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> I think, too, it's... Um... Didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think, too, Keep it's it really interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because we're obviously not privy to seeing the courtroom and like hearing the evidence ourselves as an audience. So we're going off what they're all saying in that room. And I think because I didn't obviously pick up pick up on that at the start or even through until it was explained like that. And I think it's a really interesting way of showing essentially the truth but from multiple people's perspectives like yeah. in a room. It's fantastic. And I was just, um, about half the edits in the film happen in the last 20 minutes. So most of it's long one minute, two minute shots of the room, you know, kind of sweeping across person to person mm. as they talk. Mm. But as tension picks up, you start getting cuts between. Yeah. So yeah, half the edits are... In the last 20 minutes. That means in the first 70 minutes, there's as many cuts as there are in the last 20. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's a good way to build tension. And that's a really, yeah. like, pleasant flow. Like, it doesn't feel jarring or anything. It's a pleasant no. flow. Like, no, you know, it feels like a natural build. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. Um, that's, I'm just reading some facts. And they're not really that kind of... Interesting. interesting at all <laughs> while we're sitting here i only just realized they remade it in 1997 yeah i was really? gonna watch the yeah. remake but then i just who's in didn't it didn't get around to um i recognize one person it's a dude from the sopranos mm, um let me look it up right, i've got it here um mark ruffalo oh actually no sorry no that's wrong oh i'd like to see that would be great. Oh, that'd be sick. Mark Ruffalo, yes, please. Um, I don't know who any of these. I right, think that um, was just a fan. It oh. was. Like, like, that would be a sick cast. J Jack Lamonas, Jura 8. Um, so he's in both? Who? Jack Lamon. He wasn't in the first one, was no, he? No, he wasn't. No. That is not a name I read. No, he's not. He's long dead by No, him. he just looks like another... 40 years dude. later. I think he's all dead now, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, God. 
Um, James Gandolfini is just Courtney six. B. Vance, Ozzy Davis, George C. Scott, Armin Moore style, Dorian Harwood, James Gandolfini, who's from The Sopranos, Tony Danza, Jack Lamon, Hugh Cronin, McKelty, Williamson, Edward James Olmos, William Peterson. Yeah, okay. They just kind of changed it to make Ow. it more diverse, I yeah. think. Yeah. That fan casting thing we saw was way better. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> was sick. <laughs> oh, let's just go back to that. But so there's a fan casting here of Mark Ruffalo, Elijah Wood, Brian Cranston, Richard Jenkins, Lee Pace, <coughs> Michael Shannon, um, John Totorno, or Totoro, sorry, Daniel Day-Lewis, Alan Aiken, Frank Langella, um, Javier Bardem, and John Hamm. I like That's a lot yeah. of that. Isn't, That'd yeah. be great. Hasn't Daniel Day-Lewis retired? Yes. He can come back for this. I don't think he would. But oh, I don't think he would. He's not coming back for anything. I mean, again, it's very white, but like... That. I'd w- that's an awesome cast, yeah, though. Yeah, like, as if you couldn't. Let's let's win the lottery and have and like sixty-five that. million dollars and just <laughs> make that film. Oh, sixty-five! You can make that for like four. Yeah, but I'm as saying win like, like the sixty-five million lottery and then just, right. yeah, you've oh, also got to pay. Didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> that's like a lot of big names. There's no, twelve billion dollars just in for, yeah. for the, like the, give them a million bucks each. <laughs> yeah, you could do it all in a day, like. Yeah, just just do do one. Do take. what they did in the first one, just with you and your own take, and you'll be fine. Just what? say that line yeah, yeah. in your own way, and you've done it. Exactly. Just I've give them all the scripts there. They'll yeah, do it, they'll do. They'll just read it out. Yeah. I'd like to see. I think an interesting like way to reshoot this though on a minimal budget would be to have one person play the twelve people. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I watched a yeah. movie last night where a woman played seven people, so I was like, that'd be cool. What like movie is that? What happened to Monday? Have you guys seen Orphan Black? I'll talk about it later. Um, I've seen parts of it. Okay, because that's the one where like one person plays yeah. like so many different characters, and right. it's just a lot. But yeah, um, there's also a couple of great moments where Jura 3 kind of proves himself. I love how both every time I yeah. say something, you turn around. Um, <laughs> But yeah, for everyone listening, the screen with the jurors list on it is behind Nick and Cat, whereas I've got it in front of me, but it's behind them. So, so every time, time I say, you say something, juror number, we just go. They <laughs> turn around to look at it. Well, I can just see, I can see two screens with it on there in front of me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Rub it in, why don't you? Um, where he kind of proves himself wrong, and I think. It's kind of great because they're talking about, and one of them's when they're talking about the old man's testimony in the courtroom, and he kind of goes, "Oh, because Jura Eight kind of proves that he it couldn't have he couldn't have got there that quickly," and Jura Three kind of has this big rant. You know, he's an old man; he could have been confused. How could he be positive about anything? Yeah, mm. and I wrote down like that's what he said. How could he be positive about anything? And then he realizes, "Oh shit, I've just." Yeah, told myself yeah. that. He's saying, like, he's it has to, he's, he's, yeah, he said, it has to be 15 seconds. That's what he said. Mm. You know, he said he got there. And then he kind of goes around and he's like, how can he be? And he's like, oh, yeah, I've just proved my, I've just proved mm. what they were saying in his own little rant. And then he kind of shuts up for a bit. Mm. But I think. I like around that point too, it, you kind of um, figure out that it's not like a race thing either. It's no. A, it, Son thing, yeah. So that's Jura uh, Three it has all ties back to his son, which I like. Obviously, a personal involvement, not with the case itself, just with it being a kid around that age. Yeah, because he kind of comes out that he had a fight with his son when his son was sixteen, and his son was kind of punched him in the face, and then his son's what now twenty two, and he hasn't seen him for two years, mm. and there's this big kind of personal vendetta, I guess. Things so like you know, yeah. these stupid kids. You know, yeah. there's no respect and all this sort of stuff, and he's kind of just like, he's guilty because obviously his son, mm. something happened, yeah. and you know when we finally get to the point, he's the last one standing in eleven to one. He's the last one saying guilty, yeah, and then kind of has a breakdown, and rips up the photo of him and his son, and then gets really emotional. And kind of in an emotional state, just goes not guilty. 
Yeah, I wasn't expecting so much of this to kind of um, tackle like, I don't know, masculinity yeah. sort of and like how men should act and like, yeah. I was it like, really goes into like, like 57. Like, it yeah. goes into like struggles of fathership. Yeah. Is that the right word? Fatherhood? I should guess I should say oh, not parent, fathership. Parenthood. Parenthood. Yeah, yeah, parenthood. And it's kind of like the struggles that these people have had <clears throat> and you hear it with some of those with their own fathers, with yeah. their kids, yeah. you know, and a changing of like Jura 10's so old, old school and he's like, you know, I'll make a man out of my son. And so, sorry, I just, I can't, I tried to remember. I, I was thinking no, like about we, who it was and I was like, fuck, I can't remember. So no, I had to I, turn I just, around. I literally just did it at the same time. Like, <laughs> Every time I say it, I watch both of you simultaneously turn around. And I'm not going to do it next time. I'll remember who they are. Wait, let me have a good look. Okay, Jura 10 is who I'm talking about. Okay. Yes, yeah, so the and old he's kind of like, yeah, he's got, yeah. The old racist. The old racist yes. man. But he's so much, and he is kind of what, obviously he's the second oldest person in the room except for Jura 9. But him and Jura 9 obviously come from very different walks of life. Jura 9's very accepting and kind of compassionate. More open-minded. Yeah. Whereas Jura 10 is so set in his ways and kind of talks about how he made a man out of his son and, you know essentially saying beat it into him yeah mm. is he the one that says like oh they don't call them sir or like i think um, so it was him or whatever three. no juror anymore. three was saying i used to call my father uh, so you never yeah, hear that anymore yeah but juror 10's kind of ones like my father so his kid was like my kid run away from a fight but i'll you know yeah. make yeah. a man out of him you know and all this sort of stuff and you can kind of say like he's very much the conservative I'm not going to label conserv- like conservative as in a political sense, but he's conservative in the sense of... Conservative of that time. ...how someone should be raised. Mm-hmm. It's conservative on it should be like this. Ooh. It should be like this and like this is how you should, you know, men are men and you've got to make sure your son's a tough man, you know, even if you have yeah. to beat it into them. Yeah. And then it kind of strikes a chord with various others of like, well, no... And it was like a lot of these people, like these characters, are, you know, sort of would be our, you know, kind of between grandparents and great grandparents on their age. Yeah. Like some of the younger ones would be like our grandparents. You know, when this movie came out, my grandparents would have been, you know, a bit younger, like late teens, but. Their parents would have been kind of the older ones in this group, mm. you know, and like, what's this? Fifty-seven, so it's six years, five years off my parents being born. So it's kind of that's the generation. Like it's for us, it's two, three generations back. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, you know. It's not dissimilar to a lot of things yeah. we hear today. But you can kind of see that there's the groups, you know. And there was a little line, like, oh, kids, you know, these days. When I heard that, I had and a chuckle. I, yeah, <laughs> it's like, kids these days have got no respect. <laughs> but think about those kids are now, you know, almost, you know, in their 60s, 70s. Yeah. You know, approach, yeah, and it's kind of like, well, think of what they say about our generation yeah. and the, well, the generation even after us. Yeah. Of like, well, kids these days have mm-hmm. no, you know. It's always something that the the older you are, the more disrespectful you think the next generation is. And Jura 8 kind of highlights that in ways. Like, well, my kids, you know, I treat them with respect and they're kind of, they're all turning out all right yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, and it's this whole comparison between how different people think about all different things in different ways. And it's 12 people from 12 very different walks of life with 12 very different personalities together in a room, butting heads. Mm. And it's called 12 Angry Men for a reason <laughs> because there is 12 genuinely angry, very sweaty men oh, in so a room. Oh, so sweaty. So it's obviously in the middle of summer. There's a heat wave. And the fan's broken. The f- well, the fan does eventually work yeah. <laughs> when they turn the lights on. And it's just like they're just biting heads like it's just some toxic masculinity at its finest see i don't know why this occurred to me but i was just watching this movie and i was like it's kind of gay isn't it (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit like that just 
thinking that and like just all of them like wanting to punch on and be like, oh, well, I'll make yeah. a man out of you, boy. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> just watching, I was like, this is a very kind of There's, kinda there's game a really movie, like kind it? of subtle thing in this that when they go into the room, none of them are really that sweaty. But by yeah. the end of the film, some of them got massive sweat marks on their shirts mm. and their oh, armpits. So and you can great. tell they're Thank like... Thank God this isn't in colour either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. If it was in colour, it'd be... So, oh, those, those pities would be... Yuck. Especially Dural one's the worst Pity. for it. Fucking hell. Um, he's like the chair. And he has the biggest chest sweat forms. Yeah. Which one? Dural one. Yeah. <laughs> he has this big chest sweat. It's like, ugh. But yeah, it kind of like... Although... You can obviously it's the you can tell there's a couple of things like technical wise is the oh the clocks did you notice the clocks no oh, okay. what happened with the, the clocks? clocks kept changing time oh uh. <laughs> it was so like it was six thirty for about half an hour and then it went back to twenty past five and I was just like well <laughs> that's not right oh that's yeah. It was. It just annoyed me so so. I much. didn't even notice. Yeah, I didn't even see a clock in the background. I was yeah. so yeah. yeah. Um, they mentioned the time in it. Yeah, I, rem- I didn't remember that bit. But oh, mate, was looking on his watch. Um, the storm hits, so it starts getting late, and this storm rolls in, and it starts raining. But then when it's over, they go back to the court, say not guilty, and then the final shot is them leaving the courtroom, and it's like the middle of the day. <laughs> oh my god! It is. <laughs> Oh wow! Oh. I was I was like, what? What just happened? You've ruined it for me. I'm sorry. It was just oh like. Oh my god! <laughs> so the final Shit. shot of the film is they're all that kind of individually so walking out oh, of wow. the courthouse and all going and all back off into the different ways. It's also dry that, and it's the middle of the day. Also, that last scene's so awkward when um, Jura Eight and Nine tell each other yeah. their names. They're like, He's like, oh, see ya, and just walks like, off. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, he like walks up to him. He's like, hey, what's your name? They shake hands. He's like, see ya. Well, see ya. And I was yeah. Like, I was like, okay. I, was, oh, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I could have done without that, but all yeah. right. But yeah, I, I was, cause it goes to nighttime. They turn the light on and then yeah. that's what, t- mm-hmm. they figure out the fan now works cause the light's on. Yeah. Yeah, because it's meant to be what, like seven, seven thirty yeah. at night, and it's it's literally dark outside the windows and raining. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it's over, it's just like, oh, okay, it's daytime again. <laughs> did you get locked in there? Or did you guys have to sleep in there? Like, what yeah, happened? Yeah, they went and had a nap before they left. Yeah, I was like, what what happened it here? Ended up being really gay. But the only thing is, oh, <laughs> like obviously because it's nineteen fifty seven and they're not filming outside at night time. Mm because it's too hard in a black and white film. Yeah, it's yeah it just, would just be black. Yeah, it's just, we'll just film it in the day and no one cares. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, back then. I just like, noticed who, it, but, like, it doesn't shit? matter. No. Like, it does not matter. No. No, it's still... But it's kind of like, okay. to me. Okay? Okay. Because it's Like, today, that's inexcusable. Like, yeah, but, you can do that now. <laughs> like, just make it... You can... But back then... Make a daytime shot <laughs> night easily, like... Yeah. Yeah, true. Like, it's... But then... But, like... Yeah, if, you can't. But it... Even if it was like, say, in Avengers or something, like yeah, they would just they just finished their dinner and then they walked outside and like oh, it's, it's midday. It's midday and it's not raining anymore and everything's <laughs> dry. <laughs> There's a few shots too where you saw the shadow of the camera. Did really, I didn't notice that at all. Oh, like on the backs of the jurors, and it was I just I saw it the first time. I was like, why is there a massive square? And then I was like, oh, the camera. So that was annoying. Oh, there you go. There's yeah. some classic 1950s, really, really long, slow fades. Yeah. And I mean, like, one of them is 15 seconds at least at the end, and it shows the accused face, and then it slow. Oh, does it? I think I kind of zoned out a little bit. Wait, at the end? Was it the accused face? No, it's... um. And it fades into them outside the courtroom. It would have been... Um, was it the accused face? Or I was don't it? think it was no, the accused No, it would have been eight and three. No, 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 no. As it fades into that shot. Oh, in, into the... Wait. Into the external courtroom shot. I thought you didn't see the accused at all. No, you see him for like a second. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, there's a really there's a face <laughs> and there's a really slow fade into the outside of the courtroom. Yeah. And it goes forever. Also, that was probably when I didn't realise what the movie was and I was just on my phone. At the end? No, at the start. Yeah. Oh, so oh yeah, it's, yeah, you'll see him at the start, and then that's where the other f- 
long fade right, is. Right, right, right. Is it got cuts to him and then it fades into the jury room. Mm. In the, and it's the longest, longest fades. And also, I really like the credits of this film. Just yeah. the names. The names, but they're moving pictures of each actor. Yeah, except for one. One was a, just a still picture and that pissed me off as well. Cause I was Which like, one was that? I don't know. I, it was like two or three in and I... Um, because, like, all the others were moving. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then it was just a still shot. I didn't and I even was notice. Like, you just ruined it. Yeah, but I didn't even notice that. I was like, this is so cool. And it has their name and this is who they are. <clears throat> we should, like, put a jury number in there, yeah, man. Back As then, juror one, juror two. <laughs> like, come on. Like, ba- back then it was the law. You had to, like, put the names at the start. And all, yeah. Like, 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 like oh, all, did you? all credits had to be at the start. Yeah, because yeah, um, Lucas got fined shitloads because he didn't have any credits till at the, start of the end of... Um, Star, Star Wars. Wars, yeah. Ah, of He's just you got the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we spoke about that like episodes ago on Star Wars. Did we? Yeah. Did that part? Oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't remember <laughs> what we say on here. But yeah, like so, there's huge credits at the start. Stop going to sleep, movie theater. And like, yeah, the, we remember now. It's fine. But then <laughs> we ooh, don't need it. Oh, I see the thing. But then yeah, and then yeah, the end. There's got like you got every kind of character is. Because mm. the 12 jurors are credited, but the judge, the guard, oh, excuse me, the judge, the guard, the accused are all no, yeah. uncredited roles. Oh, okay. I mean, even if you're in it for like three minutes, you should still kind of, I guess, be credited. Like you're there. Yeah, you'd think they'd Maybe. just have like a little yeah, text but box not, with the no. on there. Oh, there you go. The only credited are the 12 jurors. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, Sick, I guess. <laughs> um, have you guys got anything else? No, um, I'm just kind of going through. Oh, I said that, I said that, don't really care about that, don't know who that is. It's the only film Henry Fonda ever produced. Ooh, there you oh, go. actually, I did have one fact I like figured out while I was sitting here. Uh, the <laughs> oldest living member of the cast was Jura Five. He died in 2012. Was uh-huh. the oldest longing? The, yeah, the longest living. The oldest longing. Shut up. <laughs> He's also probably the youngest in there. Was he? See, Jura Six looks way younger. Nah, in looks I reckon like he he's just older. Crawled out of the womb. Compared to the rest, of course. Yeah, I mean this guy's ancient. <laughs> this dude, I had, I could not figure out how old Jura Eleven was. Oh yeah, he's looked like that his whole life. He could have been, <laughs> he could have been forty. He was, he was he born with a moustache. Yeah, he could have been forty. He could have been sixty-five. Like, yeah, you just don't know. He's fifty. In the middle. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Jura Eleven. For people at home. Yeah. Yeah, anyone that listening, just bring up Imagine this search. Imagine playing Guess Who with this card. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, does he have a receding hairline? Yes. One, two, three, oh, four, we haven't, we five, six. Oh, we haven't talked about six. the nerd. We haven't talked about the nerd Oh, Jura 2. Oh, little, he gave little, me the shit. Will Exposition Boy, he just, he just like kind of step in to be like... This is what this is. <laughs> yeah, like he'd be like, murder is when someone is killed by another person. Yeah, like, yeah thanks, man. But he's not even the one that gets called a nerd. Jura eight gets called the nerd when Jura yeah, three is about to like wants God, to kill him. And he's like you what, nerd, and it's like yeah, what's Jura eight doing if he's the one being called? <laughs> yeah, a nerd I know this dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, Jura two is the definition of a nineteen fifties nerd. <laughs> like glasses, the stutter. square glasses. Yeah, that's his whole persona. I did like that he got more assertive by the end though. Yeah, stood up for himself. Yeah. But I, I, was starting, I was starting to get sick of him, though. I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, someone man. hit this little thing. Yeah. Have either of you ever been on jury duty? No. No, I want to. It sounds horrible. Uh, I, I haven't either. I've it been does. No, it's, like not gonna be, it's not going to be like this. No. <laughs> well, it's, no, because there's not going to be 12, 11 other angry men in the room. <laughs> no, it's going to be like a bunch of like, I don't know, just different people that are like going to be like horrible. And it'll be about whether or not someone keyed a car or not. It won't be yeah. as interesting as... I yes. have been called up for it twice, mm. but I have not been able to attend. Do you like, I don't know, yeah, I've never been, I, I don't know if there's some qualifying 
You just have to be, um, so in Australia, you just have to be 18 and enrolled to vote. Yeah. And then you're immediately in the ballot. Mm. But then if you have like if extreme circumstances, then you can get out of it. Mm. So like, yeah, if you live far away from See, where I, it is. I feel like I'd be keen like for, yeah, I feel like I'd be keen for it, but then I'd get there and it'd just be something It'd literally just stuff. be five days of you sitting there going and listening to evidence and not even interesting evidence. You don't get paid, do you? I think they give you like a, a certain amount a day, but well, it's not much. Or your workplace will give you a thing if you're meant to be working. It's not much. Hey, let's <laughs> fucking go then. Um, <laughs> your, week, your week that you had to cancel. I'll, I'll, I'll do jury duty for a couple of dollars. Um, so, 12 Angry Men was originally released in 1954 as a teleplay by Reg- yeah. Reginald Rose. Yeah, and they lost the um, the footage of it, I think, and then rediscovered it in 2003. Yeah, I was going to say, I just found it, you can watch it on YouTube. Oh, oh. that's cool. Um, I feel like a teleplay would be too long. It goes for 50 minutes. Oh, okay. I <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. There we go. There we go. That was 12 Angry Men. Yes. Sick. Sorry, I'm just well. reading more about Sorry. <laughs> Massive pause there. I was just reading That's more. That's all right. You can edit it out. No, I really won't. Like, <sighs> oh. <laughs> I'll forget. Um, and then this whole conversation will be completely without context. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we can move. Oh, actually, no. Three things we like or... Dislike, uh, which I think we forget every second week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but who cares? But that's fine. I'd say, for me, <clears throat> easily, um, Henry Fonda's performance. Yeah. Just. Hands down. Amazing. Amazing. Second thing I like is just I touched on it before the the real time element of it. It's just this is the hour and 20 minutes, whatever, we, you know, 25, what taking out the sun. What were they and moaning about so much? It was only an hour and 20 minutes. I know. Like they were acting like they were there for like six hours. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they had to hear all the evidence. Yeah. So they would have been there right. for a few days. And one they said they'd been there, for six, they said they'd been there so. for six days. Oh, there you go. It was six days of... True, 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 true. Which true. I don't feel like is that long for a murder trial. It's pretty quick. Yeah, I suppose. Well, these days it would take a lot longer. Yeah, it'd be weeks. Nick, mm. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> <serious laughs> was that? That wasn't me. me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I looked at you. Your like, face was like your face was looks like you were like you like. Sorry, guys. I ate a peach before, so now. Jesus, um. <laughs> Nick's face was like he was trying to cover up a burp as that noise came out. <laughs> Cat, disgraceful. I'm and then, sorry. I guess dislike <laughs> is just the same with all old movies. Is the yeah. Yelling. The continuity errors. No, the, not even that. Like, that's fine. Just yelling as acting that's for thing. some people. <laughs> yelling as acting. A- anything you could say, you'd, like any of the t- like traditional stuff that we're like, yeah. oh, this isn't good. Like, I don't really care w- when it comes to this. I was kind of... Yeah. Like, it's really good. Like, it's fucking fantastic. Mm. Well, that's the first... Okay, now me and Kat have both sworn this episode. Nick, you're up. <laughs> Nick, Nick was the first one to was swear. Yeah. Did I? Yep. Well, I only heard... You said Fuck. When? No, you said it twice. <laughs> um, you said it at the start when you were like, oh, fuck, I can't remember who this is. And I was uh, going to say something and I was like, no, nah, I won't draw attention to it. But now we have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, who wants to go next? Um, I've, I've just said it. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like so, same as you. Performances were great. Like, the real time element's good. Um, that's kind of it. Like, it's just kind of solid. I really liked how you were just essentially put in a room with 12 people and then gradually found out things about them. And I really enjoyed that even though it was an old, it is an old movie. It's what, like 73 years. Oh, that just changed. (laughs) (laughs) 73 years old. it, um, It still brings up really interesting uh, topics like father-son dynamics and toxic masculinity and things like that that we're grappling with as a society today. And what else? 63 years later. Yeah, like it's, very, it's a very progressive 73 movie, years later. Really. No. Is it? 57, so 60. Oh, yeah, sorry, 63. Yeah, 63. Come on, mate. Holy shit. Yeah. Sorry. 
Um, this movie's been out for a lo- long like time. A while. And But I didn't like the fact that the clocks kept changing. <laughs> that was yeah. just really fucking annoying. Yeah, so, uh, there you go, three times. Would you watch it again? I would. I think I would watch it with someone if they were like looking for an older <coughs> drama to watch. I'd recommend this. As we go to go next, Nick takes a sip and I yawn. Um, yeah, I'd definitely watch again. Like I've seen it twice now, and yeah, I think I yeah definitely would. Yeah, and again, 100%. showing some showing it to someone, I think would mm. be the you know because the first time I watched it, it was someone showing it to me. Yeah. And then watching it obviously for this last night, and who, then who showed it to you? <laughs> we, oh, my mates. You to the party, and <laughs> yeah, you're no. like, "Oh, boys, let's <laughs> watch Twelve Angry Men." No, I was at um one of my mates' places, and he's, like, "Oh, have you seen this?" And I was like. No, <laughs> it's like, really good, and I was like, "Sure." I right. just yeah, watched it. And I was like, yeah, like doesn't get your heart racing really, but, yeah, but like, it was really like yeah. interesting and yeah. Speak for yourselves. Yeah, come on, mate. Sorry, mate. Settle down. <laughs> the one that called it gay before. <laughs> um, Nick. Yeah, I'd watch it again. Alrighty, so we'll move to uh, what we've been watching and what we're excited for. Nothing apparently, because everything's been delayed because of the coronavirus. The world has been cancelled. <laughs> Everything's just so at the time of recording this. Um, I mean, the time of this coming out, so much could have happened in the next five days. Yeah, yeah. So we're recording this on a Monday, yeah, and obviously it's released. So this will come out on Friday. Yes, the, yeah. Monday just been for yes. when this is released on the Friday, but so yeah, we've so just we had don't a, know what the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah, so we just had a travel ban imposed or self quarantine. Yeah, if you enter Australia, are we meant to self quarantine ourselves like now? No. Okay. It's only if you're coming into Australia from overseas. Okay. Or coming, yeah. Mm. It's so. My friend just gotten a flight to America yesterday. See you later. Why? I wonder how he's going. (laughs) Is he even allowed? He'll get turned around mid flight. No, he won't. (laughs) America's not closed to Australia. You can get in. No, um, Uh. people from Europe have to self quarantine Mm. for two weeks. But not every European country does. um... What? I don't know. Like in Europe, like this country's on lockdown. Yeah, Italy's yeah. on lockdown. Yeah, yeah, Italy is, but like I my know, my question with that is like, obviously, like it, everyone in this is sitting in their houses in Italy, and they're singing. And there's been some great videos of Have like, you seen that? yeah, it's, yeah, be- it's there's some so beautiful good. like moments, but at the same time, after two weeks, is everyone just it's like all right, back to normal? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. What know. about the people that obviously are sick? Like I guess you in this time, obviously, people that have been exposed are going to develop symptoms, and that's the whole point to find out who is sick. Yeah. I think it's so that it's not it d- as it easily transmitted. As yeah. yeah, and obviously in this self like self isolation, <laughs> if you get sick, then obviously you have to go to the hospital and be tested. Mm. But because Italy's had so many people die now, like well, it's in, like, in the thousands. Yeah, they're up to like oh, it was I saw a thing. It was like. 9,000, over 9,000 in China, and then it was like 8,000 in Italy. Yeah. And then it was a massive drop to like, like 4,000. The main kind of points, like China's death rate is kind of the, is the global, it's around 3%. Mm. Italy's is above 7. Like in Italy, it's, the death rate is above 7%. Shit. And it's like, what is going on yeah. in Italy? <laughs> like, And then like, you know, as opposed to that, South Korea's is under 1%. Because they were so prepared. Exactly. Because they had MERS. They had the biggest case of MERS outside of the Middle East in 2015. And they were not prepared for that. Yeah. And now and that it's like, like boom, we we're this. on this, like, <laughs> sterilizing streets constantly. Like, they're just... <clears throat> Maybe it's because we were too busy punching over toilet paper and yeah. making memes about it being named after oh, a it's beer. fucking shit. And then we're like, oh, shit, oh, it's serious now. People yeah, like, people have gone from, oh, this is a joke, to, oh, my God, we're all going to die but people, very quickly. Yes. People are still joking about it. And they, like, come into the restaurant and they're like, oh, I'll have a corona virus. And I'm like, that's <laughs> genuinely... <laughs> I'm glad you find that funny. Dickhead. People are dying. <laughs> no. I think but he's no, laughing at the dickheadery of yeah. that, not the actual what that is. Uh, but, like, I've actually said to people, like, that is genuinely offensive. People are dying. Yeah. 
and it's not a funny joke to make. It's and also don't buy all the fucking toilet paper. <laughs> or the corona, you're not funny. I yeah. did an eleven hour shift at work yesterday. Was it just oh, restocking? Where no, what? I was manager on service for eleven hours. Oh god, we're totally gonna get it where we work. Like like Yeah, yeah. We had people we, buying hundred, two hundred dollars worth of canned food. Because they were like, it was panic buying to the extreme. We were beating Christmas sales. Holy shit. Was the, so See, it's a Sunday for us. So we have me. like minimum staff. We were four, we had two sickies and two people not show up. <laughs> so we were four people down on a normal Sunday. So there was like four of us on, right? The projected sales for our day, the full day was 112,000. We passed 115,000 at one o'clock in the afternoon. Shit. Far out, dude. Like, it was just insanity. Like, I got home, watched this movie. <coughs> this was finished by nine o'clock, and I was asleep by 20 past nine. I just <laughs> fell asleep. Yeah. I woke up this morning with my light on. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, That's I just, like I was done. Like, you know that it's I was just done. Like, the lamp next to my bed was still on when I woke up yeah. this morning. Like, I didn't even wake up during the night. I woke up to my alarm, and the lamp was still on. And I was like, oh. That's funny. <laughs> but, like, it's just panic buying. Like, we've got restrictions on flour, pasta, rice, minced meat, toilet paper, tissues, paper towel, hand sanitizer, like, the thing is, though, like, if people bought as normal... It'd be fine. You'd be fine. Yeah. yeah, 100%. If people didn't panic buy and just kept doing... If people were normal as needed, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. living yeah. in a community that yeah. supported each other, then See, you'd be yeah. fine. So, like, like, two weeks ago, before it got, like, concerning, like, like, these two guys came up to me at work. He was like, do you have hand sanitizer? I was like, what? <laughs> uh, I don't know. And I had a look. I was like, oh, no. No, we don't. Oh, well. But like now, now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, "Oh my god, that guy was like totally right." <laughs> He's yeah. like, "I like I was at the gym last night, and there was this big bottle of hand sanitizer. I was the only one there. I was like, I could just, I could just take that home. <laughs> like, okay, it was just a full bottle of hand sanitizer, like the pump. I was like, oh, man, that awful good. appetizing at the moment. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So should we actually talk about? Yeah, I was gonna say we have oh, got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are we watching? Sorry for the little coronavirus rant. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll be fine. We're, don't worry. So I'm still worried. I have. I haven't watched this week. I nothing. I've, can we just firstly? Can we talk about how we'll probably never get to see the new mutants now? Oh my been delayed god! Again. That movie was meant to come out in like April 2018. 2017, I think. It was and shot it was like, in 2016, yeah, and it's now. Oh my god! It's been so just long. Just put it on Disney Plus and just yep. get over it. Like, just I think they should put a lot of the stuff they've cancelled out on Disney Plus as just like a show of goodwill. Yeah, just like the shit like up. Milan that's a remake anyway. Like, yeah, just put that on there. Be like, hey, well, there's, there's is a lot coming of coming to Disney Plus. No, but like the m- cinematic release. Yeah, it's all been pushed back. Disney has pretty much pushed back all their releases except for Black Widow. But but they've also put a pause. On all live action movie production. Oh, really? So everything is just shut down. Yeah. Like, they've just gone nut, you know, because it's just too. Especially with like, the Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah, I love thing. that he's like stuck in Australia. In his. They're filming the. <laughs> Maybe we'll meet him. They're filming like the. <laughs> Let's go see it. <laughs> Elvis movie on the Gold Coast that he's in. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he tested positive. And his mm. wife was on the Today Show. And now one of the presenters of the Today Show has tested positive. Mm. So it's kind of he, um, spreading. He put out a tweet like showing that he's all right. And it's just like a photo of like his breakfast and like a little plush kangaroo. <laughs> he's got like Vegemite on toast. <laughs> and it's the most disgusting amount of Vegemite. Vegemite. Oh, so Vegemite. much. Yeah. Oh. I was like, with, with a wait, 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 wait. That'll kill anything inside of you. <laughs> yeah. The salty goodness. Um. Yeah, anyway. I haven't really watched anything. Yeah, not really. I've been watching Always week. Sunny, but like I... I mean, I, the NRL started again, so I've just been watching so much football. Oh, <laughs> hey, it's footy time, footy. boys. No, yeah. Leave. Yeah. Okay, bye. Well, I have been re-watching all the X-Men movies. Oh. 
Um, not in order. Mm-hmm. So I watched all the Wolverine ones first. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. One of them's good. <clears throat> I haven't seen the second one since like it came out. <laughs> one of them's good and it doesn't yeah. even have Wolverine in the title. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> Fair enough. And then I watched um, Apoc- X-Men Apocalypse last night and started oh. watching Days of Future Past. You're watching Look. them backwards. You're making some Yeah, I know, but like, I know the order and I know they're not good movies. You but don't I get continuity errors if you watch it in reverse. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I just Have you seen um, Dark Phoenix? No, I haven't. Holy shit. Okay, is, it, it's, is that like a holy shit it's bad or holy shit it's good? It's just kind of nothing, but there's a scene where... Jeez, care no, if I mate? I've no. seen it. it just, yeah, I've, I've there's seen it. one great part in the movie, and it's not meant to be great. But like, there's a part where like Jean Grey makes Professor X walk out of his wheelchair, and it's oh, the I have heard cruelest, funniest thing. Like, I was it was me and my friend in the theater. There was like a guy and his son, and that was it. And we just lost our shit <laughs> laughing because it's like she's like mocking him. She's like, "All right, you know, I won't be evil if you walk." And he's like, "I can't walk." And she just like grabs him and makes him walk up the flight of stairs. And it's so fucking funny. Like, just look up um, Dark Phoenix stair scene and you'll see it. Okay. It's the it's, stupidest movie. It's okay. good. Anyway. Well, I'm planning on watching it. Uh, um, is it on sorry, Disney guys. Plus? No. I'll just look it up somewhere. Wouldn't it be on there now? It's not. Wow. Um, wow, they're really ashamed. Yeah, rather expert movies there. I guess Logan wouldn't be either because it's. No, it's not. That was the one I wanted to watch. Yeah. And then. That's why I went back and watched well, all the like Wolverine ones. Well, it's like bloody Spider-Man Homecoming is still on Netflix and not mm. Disney+. Plus. Yeah. yeah. I saw I the Incredible like, Hulk on um, Stan last night as well. <laughs> you saw what? The Incredible Hulk on Oh, Stan. my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's, that's where the it is. one movie. So uh, in the Marvel rewatch yeah. with my girlfriend. It's the one movie you didn't I didn't watch. It was just, we're not watching that. It Did does you not just matter. Not tell like her it. about it. I was like, I was like the Hulk, there's a movie, like this Hulk movie exists. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm like... But one G- actor John, John has come General back from Ross. this. Yeah, I'm like, that's it. I'm like, yeah. that's the dude that I... S-. And when he mm. first appears, I'm like, that's the dude from Incredible Hulk. And he was like, cool. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. This movie does not matter at all. Mm. Like, the personality of, like... The, like it just changes. Yeah. Like, it's a completely different... It just you doesn't matter. You may as matter. well just forget about it. Yeah. It doesn't count. <laughs> mm. Um, I also finished the second season of Altered Carbon. Not as good as the first, by far. Um... But I also started reading the book, and it's really good, too. Cool. But, yeah. Oh, I've been yeah. reading um, Old Man Logan, which I forgot to, still? <laughs> I forgot still. to bring in. How are you still reading We both that? finished it in, like, Shut a couple hours. Up. I keep I getting distracted. I bought um the – I think I sent you guys a picture, the Before Watchmen. Yep. A few yes. of those comics. So I'm going to read that. Cool. But yeah. Have you finished Watchmen, Watchmen? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to finish Watchmen first, and then I'll read before Watchmen. Oh, I know what I watched. What'd you watch? Um, Amazon Watchmen? just brought out The Test. So it's a documentary about the Australian cricket team. Ugh. And their journey of like rebuilding Woo. or not. It's eight episodes. Rebuilding after what? The cheating scandal in that got the captain and vice captain suspended for 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and this is why a cricket shouldn't be a sport. Uh, people, Honestly. I remember people were like oh, losing huge. their shit. Like, but, I, I was at work. And, like, I was with, like, this lady I worked with, and I was like, oh, how funny is it that people are losing their shit over this ball tampering scandal? Did she slap you? <laughs> no, but when I got home, I saw, I'd seen earlier that day, she had posted something being like, it's not just about ball tampering. <laughs> but, yeah, like... It's about so much more than that. I was it's like, <laughs> genuinely one of the best sports documentaries ever made. I... Like, it's actually, like... So obviously it's an Amazon original, like Amazon has, like, you know, I don't know if you guys have watched any like documentary sort of thing on Amazon, like the quality of some of the stuff that they are pumping out is just insane. Like the Grand Tour, which is all the top, like the original Top Gear boys, once Jeremy got fired from the BBC, the other two walked and then Amazon picked it up. Like the quality of that That is just garbage. Amazon. Oh yeah. But the content that they put out, it's like, yeah. and this documentary is probably one of the best, like, putting aside the actual, like, topic and, like, the way the documentary is made is fantastic. And it's just, like, 
so well shot and so well edited and it's just um it was fantastic like i binged it episode after episode i'm like this is so good mm. i mean like obviously i love cricket but like at the same time there's like also like i found myself looking at it as someone that we've attempt like me and nick have attempted to make mm. good documentaries in the past we did make one we, did, we, did all we right. made a really good one I, I've, I've only made one. I don't know yeah. what, what else you're referring to, but... <laughs> but yeah, we made yeah. a good one. I made a not-so-good one that I, I haven't even finished yet. <laughs> yeah, it's still... Yeah, get, give it time. You'll, you'll nail I'm it. I'm getting there. Um, but yeah, like, it was just such a good production. And yeah. that's all I've watched this Have week. Have you heard of the um, HBO docuseries about the guy who sold the, like, Macca's Monopoly tickets? I've heard so, of like, it, but I haven't watched bidder? it yet. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? So it's about an FBI investigation after this guy who, I think he was a security guard or something, but he somehow had access to the Monopoly tokens that, like, Mac has put on their food for, like, winning, like, a car or a million dollars and that. This is years ago. And, um, like, he just had this black market for, like, people who wanted to buy the, the tickets. Rather than buy a meal and yeah. leave it to chance. Yeah, so he'd just be like, oh, I'll give you this million dollar token for 10 grand. Why? And he, ma- and he just made shitloads off it. And for, I don't know why Wouldn't Mac has kept doing it. you one yourself? I don't know. Yeah, like, why would they bring that back? Like, because they do it now. And I'm they like, still do it. Yeah. All the time. Just anyway. I'm not a fan of McDonald's. Um, Myself? I, I'm going to just bring in a new little thing here. Oh, okay. I got a text message the other day. Who from? From a listener. <gasps> oh. Is it your dad's friend? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on Tuesday last week, he said, because I mentioned he's the one that got the poster. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I'm the lucky listener. Because I was like, you yeah, know, lucky listener got a poster. He's like, um, thank you for my 101 movie poster. The podcast is great. Five stars to you, Kat and Nick. Looking forward to Alien and Aliens. Oh, <laughs> thank you. And I was just we like, hope you like, I was aliens. like, now you can scratch along at home. <laughs> and I was like, there's a lot of side detours on the topic in the Alien episode. <laughs> and he's like, I like a good side story. And I was like, good, because this week there's even more. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks, Bob. Thanks for the review. Yeah. Anyone else wants to send stuff in? Where can they find us, Jacob? At watch it again podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email or letter or if you're bob just text me (laughs) (laughs) jacob will be releasing his phone number (laughs) he definitely will not um well i feel like half our listeners have it anyway (laughs) um and then you can obviously find us on facebook and instagram at watch it again pod Cast. Cast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, watch it again. Podcast, Facebook, Instagram. All these are obviously linked in the description below in the episode notes. Um, leave a review. You know, five stars one star, only. five star, no, five stars preferably. Just five stars. Yeah, no, get the fuck out of here. But if you, if, you, if you live at one star, I'll come to your house and find you and ask why. Um, <laughs> shout out to our overseas listeners who are obviously enjoying our Australian take on and our swearing Australian take on everything we do and our random (laughs) niche Australian references to so many things. Um, If you've got questions, send them in. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. Um, We don't have a topic for next week. Oh, can I, I've already picked one. Okay. Well, I think we should leave it as a surprise from now on. I think 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 it'd be more of like, boom, this is what it is. Like, the episode pops up and okay, yeah. they don't know what's coming. Okay. Yeah, right so I think we'll pick, Fine. you know, we'll hear what Kat's thing is off there. So uh, stay tuned next week for who knows, who knows what. what? Um, as always, I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.